Arise, shine, your light has come. Light up Latrobe on 103.9 Life FM, Gippsland. is a Christian program that is set to connect you from the Word of God to the world uh, that you live in. You are listening from 103.9 Live FM, Gippsland. This is Augustine Arogun. Augustine Arogun is the pastor of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Abundant Life Parish, Moe in Victoria, Australia. Thank you for joining us, and we thank God for the privilege that he has given unto us that every week we bring the word of light, word of life, and word of encouragement to the listeners all the time. We thank God for the past weeks and we thank God for what God is going to do today. And we are excited that you tune in and you are joining the program right now, wherever you may be listening from. Let us pray before we start the message of today. Dear Lord God, we thank you for all that you have done through this program in the past. Thank you for the life you have touched. Thank you for the privilege you have given to us. Lord, we give you all the glory for what you are going to do today. Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Lord, I hand over 
the heart of everyone that will be listening to the program today, that the Lord will make the heart receptive to the word of God in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that in the end, only your name will be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you again for listening or for tuning in to Light Up Latro Program. Light Up Latro Program is a divine program by the special grace of God that God uh, is using in this end time to fill us with the word of God. Hallelujah. Today, we are going to be looking at something important Something that we all need. If you are Christian, if you are a believer in the Lord, you need this. And if you are not Christian yet, I believe and I pray that after this message, you will be praying this prayer because it is going to help you in life. By the special grace of God, we want to look at what has been titled the Renewer of the right spirit, renewer of the right spirit. In Psalm 51 verse 10, David prayed a prayer. Psalm 51 verse 10. I'm reading from NIV version of the Holy Bible. It says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast Spirit within me. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Hallelujah. We want to look at this, what is called steadfast spirit, which I call the right spirit in man. We want to look at it today. What does King David, what does he, whenever we read that Bible, what is he saying? What does he, what does he meant by saying this, by writing this for us, by, by being inspired about this right spirit, a steadfast spirit in man? There are a few points that I would love to take us to so that we can understand this prayer point. Clearly, when we look at what uh, David was saying when he prayed that prayer, of course, people look at it from the beginning of the Bible passage that it was a prayer of confession, a prayer whereby he wants God to take him back. He has done something that is supposed not to do. He went to God in humility. Uh, if you read the whole chapter of the Bible, you will see that he was crying, pleading to the Lord that God should just forgive him his sin, was mentioning all things. But let us look at this verse 10. What exactly was he saying when he asked God, God, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Hallelujah. I am trusting God that the Holy Spirit will help us to understand this phrase in the Bible, in the mighty name of Jesus. When 
someone has the right spirit. Right, the right spirit is the spirit that helps you to be in accordance with the Lord, the Word of God, the Spirit of the Living God, so that you can stay pure, you can stay steadfast, you can stay in the in the process of God the Almighty. Let us look at few points when someone has the right spirit. Number one, the right spirit is always guided by the Holy Spirit. When you have the right spirit, everything you do, your approach to things is going to be guided by the Holy Spirit. For example, in John chapter 16, verse 13, the Bible says, But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. When you have the right spirit in you, the right spirit in you will connect with the Holy Spirit, and then you will be able to hear the truth because Holy Spirit will teach you the truth. We will guide you even in the truth. He will speak not of his own, but he will speak only what he hears from God the Father. So, the right spirit is guided by the Holy Spirit. So, when, when things that are not right flashes across your mind, because you have the right spirit, it will permit the Holy Spirit to flow through and guide you through the process so that you will not miss uh, your action. You will not do things that you're supposed not to do. And I pray that the Lord will give us more understanding of what we are saying this morning. Every one of us, all believers, we need this right spirit in us. And that is when devil, we have no room to guide, to misguide us or to, mis, to, to lead us astray. I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Number two, other things that this right spirit does is that the right spirit is always in alignment with the spirit of God. The right spirit is always in alignment with the spirit of God. Look at it this way. When your spirit man is not in alignment with the spirit of God, then you will be at confusion. Because don't forget what John 16, 13 tells us that is that when he, the spirit of truth, comes... He will guide you into all truth. Now, if you don't have the right spirit that will walk with the Holy Spirit within you, you will be confused. Even when the Holy Spirit is guiding you through the truth, 
you will not have the mind to take it. You will want to follow another pattern, another way. So you need the right spirit within you to be able to understand what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. That is why that the right spirit is always in alignment with the Spirit of God. And this is the reason why when you have the right spirit, you always do things the way the Holy Spirit wants you to do it. If you don't have the right spirit, you will be in confusion. You will not know what to do. You will not know where to turn. You don't know what to even say. And I pray that God will renew his right spirit in you, in the mighty name of Jesus, and in me as well, in the mighty name of Jesus. Again, even if God is trying to educate you, if you don't have the right spirit, you will not get what God is saying. Because when God is trying to tell you about things, God is trying to lead you in the right way, because you don't have the right spirit, you may be misled by the evil spirit, by the spirit, or by, by, by the right spirit is in alignment with the spirit of God. Look at it this way again. If the spirit of God is trying to show you the way, you will not see the light. You will, you may not even see what the Spirit of God is showing you if you don't have the right spirit. Because it's the right spirit in you that align with the Holy Spirit to show you properly what Holy Spirit is trying to show you. If you are in a tunnel and it's very dark and God is telling you that, don't worry, go through it, there's light at the end of it. You need the right spirit to be able to connect with what God is saying so that you are not in shamble, you are not in confusion, you are not in derision, you know exactly what God wants you to know. Don't forget I said, if God is even trying to educate you, you may not get it if you don't permit your right spirit to connect with what God is saying or what God is trying to let you know. Take for instance, look at this anointed man of God called Elijah, as highly anointed as this man was. God was trying to tell him 18, but he was not getting it. In 1 Kings chapter 19, 1 to 15, if you read this Bible passage with understanding, you will know the very essence why we need to be praying for the right spirit in us. Hallelujah. Let's look at what the Bible says here. 1 Kings chapter 19 1 to 15. Let me read it to your hearing. Now, Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done, and now he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. Elijah was afraid. This is the point I want us to get. Elijah was afraid and ran for his life when he came to Bathsheba in Judah. 
he left his servant there while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. He came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. Look at it. Why would someone like Elijah be praying that he should die? Let's continue. I have had enough, Lord. He said, take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. All at once, an angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. He looked around, and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank, strengthened by that food. He traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. There he went into a cave and spent the night. Look at all that God was taking Elijah through here. Don't forget that he was running for Jezebel. Don't forget that he was afraid of, of death. That was why he ran away from Jezebel. However, look at what he started professing when his right spirit was not in alignment with what God was trying to let him know. He started saying he wanted to die. And Elijah did not even wonder how did this food that he was, he, that he ate came about. The angel woke him up and provided food for him. And the angel told him, this journey is too much for you. Yet, Elijah did not connect that God is up to something. Now, now let us look from verse 9. Uh, and the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? The Lord wanted Elijah to get something. And said, Elijah, what are you doing here? God was not expecting Elijah to be where he was at that point in time. And look at the reply of Elijah in verse 10. He said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant. Turn down your altars and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left. And now they are trying to kill me too. That was just a complaint. What God asked him, Elijah, what are you doing here? Look at what God said again in verse 11. The Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. That was a revelation and information that God passed on to Elijah. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, 
what are you doing here, Elijah? Look at that voice repeating again, Elijah. You see, God first demonstrated his power, made Elijah to notice something that at times you may see a wind, you may see storm, you may see earthquake, you may see different kind of things, and you may think God is in this, God may not be there. God wanted Elijah to know this. God was trying to tell Elijah, align your right spirit with my spirit so that you can get what I'm saying. You shouldn't be running away for Jezebel, because he was threatening you, you should have allowed God, align your right spirit with God, so that God can deal with Jezebel the way he dealt with bar worshiper. But Elijah will not understand this. Then the Lord said to him, go back the way you came and go to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint Isaiah king over Aram, also anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, king over Israel, and anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, from Abel, from Abel Meholah, to succeed you as prophet. Jehu will put to death any who escaped the sword of Azael, and Elisha will put to death any who escaped the sword of Jehu. Yet I reserve 7,000 in Israel, all who needs have not bowed down to Baal, and whose mouths have not kissed him. Look at the way God tried to educate Elijah here. Try to tell him, you need not to be afraid of the threat of Jezebel, but Elijah will not allow his right spirit to align oh, with, the, with, with the spirit of God. He wanted to end his ministry. Well, God said, well, if you want to end, you can end, but I have to appoint other people that will do the job. So I pray that every time you see storm, every time you are facing storm of life, every time you are going through difficulties, I pray that you will be in the right spirit with the Lord. Your right spirit will align with the spirit of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Again, what does the right spirit does? The right spirit does not mislead others. Right spirit cannot mislead others. It does not matter the kind of title you carry in the church. If you are misleading others, you are not in your right spirit. If you are leading people astray, you are not in your right spirit. Though you may be performing wonders and miracles, be careful. Cry to the Lord for a renewer of right spirit within you. As David prayed in Psalm 51 verse 10. Let me give you an example of what I'm saying. The right spirit does not mislead others. In Isaiah chapter 9 verses 13 through to 13, 14, 15, 16 and 17. 13 to 17. Isaiah 9, 13 to 17. But the people have not returned to him who struck them, nor have they sought the Almighty. 14 says, So the Lord will cut off from Israel both head and tail, both palm branch and reed in a single day. The elders and dignitaries are the head. The prophet who teach lies are the tail. 
those who guide these people misled them, and those who are guided are led astray. Therefore, the Lord will take no pleasure in the young men, nor will he pity the fatherless and widows, for everyone is ungodly and wicked. Every mouth speaks fully. So you may be a leader, you may be a prophet, if you are not operating in the right spirit, you will be leading people astray. That is what God is letting us know in Isaiah chapter 9, 13 to 17 here. It says in verse 15 that the elders and dignitaries are the head, the prophets who teach lies are the tail. And 16 says those who guide is these people misled them. Hallelujah. So it does not matter how great you may be, in the church or in the Lord. You need to operate in the right spirit always. Look at what the word of God tells us in Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 20. Deuteronomy uh, 18 20 says, But a prophet who presumes to speak in my name anything I have not commanded, or a prophet who speaks in the name of other gods is to be put to death. Such prophet, as mentioned above, should cry to God for a renewal of the right spirit. A man can be a prophet, a woman can be prophetess, but may be speaking with a wrong spirit. That is what that uh, Deuteronomy 18.20 is saying, and it is dangerous. The Lord says they should be put to death because they are, they are, they are, they are, they are speaking in the name of other girls. They are speaking in the wrong spirit. You need the right spirit. And I pray that the Lord will help you, will help me, will help every one of us to have the right spirit. The right spirit does not mislead others. Prophets who presume to speak in, in the name of the Lord as, and the Lord has not commanded uh, that prophet is only misleading people. Such prophet is not supported by God. That is why the such prophet should cry to the Lord for renewal of the right spirit. God is aware when you are prophesying lies. Don't, you can deceive men, you can deceive God. Look at what God says, or what the word of God says in Jeremiah chapter 14 verse 14. Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 14. It says, Then the Lord said to me, The prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I have not sent them, or appointed them, or spoken to them. They are prophesying to you false visions, divinations, idolatries, and the delusions of their own minds. This is what we are saying. The spirit, the right spirit does not mislead others. So prophets that doesn't have the right spirit, we only be prophesying lies. We'll be misleading others. We'll be saying things that are not right. I pray that the Lord will help us. The Lord will deliver us in the mighty name of Jesus. Again, what does the right spirit say? Does the right spirit obeys the processes of God? The right spirit obeys the processes of God. The right spirit strengthens you in faith because it connects with the Holy Spirit to follow through what God intends to do in the life of anyone. Oh, it helps you to have enough faith to believe in the Lord. Look at 
what the word of God says in 1st John chapter 5 1 to 5 he says everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God and everyone who loves the father loves his child as well this is how we know that we love the children of God by loving God and carrying out his commandments in fact, this is love for God to keep his commands and his commands are not burdensome. For everyone who born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Hallelujah. This right spirit will make you to believe in God. The right spirit will make you to obey the processes of God. The right spirit will help you. It will strengthen, strengthen you in faith. It will help you to have victory in life. Oh, I pray that God will renew the right spirit in you in the mighty name of Jesus. What that Bible passage is telling us here is that if you are operating in the right spirit, people will know because he said everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. You need the right spirit to be able to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Hallelujah. You need the right spirit to be able to operate in the love of the Father, even the love of of God the Son as well. You need the right spirit here to operate like God will operate. You need the right spirit to do things the way God will do it. You need the right spirit to obey all the processes of God. It will not be burdensome to you. It will be right in your eyes, even though others may be seeing it as wrong. But because the right spirit within you cooperates with the spirit of the Lord, you will obey every process of God in your life. Hallelujah. Let me give you another point. Number five, the right spirit does not obstruct the spirit of God. The right spirit does not obstruct the spirit of God. Oh, if you are going through tough time, when Holy Spirit is trying to do something in your life, if you are operating with the right spirit, even when things are difficult, you will see that that right spirit will still walk patience through you, we walks long you steadfastness through you. The wrong, the, the right spirit, we obey the process of God and we not obstruct the spirit of God. Look at this. When Jesus was within the point of agony, trying to pray that the Lord should abort the process of salvation. Please get this point right. Because when he prayed, he was saying, ah, Father, how I wish that you take this cup from me. Yet, not my will, but yours be done. If it weren't for the sake of the right spirit in him, he may continue to pray that this suffering is too much, God. Let this cup pass over. Whereas, that is the important 
thing he came to this world to do. You may be going through tough time now. Please allow the right spirit within you to align with the process of God. Let the right spirit in you not obstruct the spirit of God because the power of the flesh, when things are very tough, we may, may want to obstruct the spirit of God in you. The power of the spirit from the flesh may want to tell you that this agony is too much. But if you operate in the right spirit, you will see that your prayer will be different as Jesus Christ prayed in Luke chapter 22, verse 42. He says, Father, if you are willing, take this call from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. For his own will, for the will of the flesh of Jesus Christ, he wanted his suffering to be over. But because of the right spirit in him, he said, not my will, God, but your will, yours be done. May your wills be done. I pray that you will permit the will of God to be done in your life, in the mighty name of Jesus. For a man to always permit the will of God, you need the right spirit of your, or you need the renewal of the right spirit in you so that your right spirit will not be dull. Your right spirit will be, will, will be in operation at all times so that the power of the flesh will not overcome your right spirit so that the power of the flesh will not dictate an outcome that we abort the process of God in your life. Hallelujah. I pray for you that you will allow the right spirit to cooperate with the spirit of God in your life. I pray that the Lord will renew the right spirit in you in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. Again, what does the right spirit, what does it do? This is point six. The right spirit is very steadfast in the Lord, regardless of the happenings. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The right spirit is very steadfast in the Lord, regardless of the happenings. Let's look at the case of these two people in the Bible. Joshua and Caleb in Numbers 13. Let's look at 1 to 17. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man, everyone a ruler among them. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Israel. And these were their names of the tribe of Reuben, Shammuah the son of Zachor, of the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat the son of Hori, of the tribe of Judah, Caleb the son of Jephnen, of the tribe of Issachar, Egal, the son of Joseph, of the tribe of Ephraim, Oshia, the son of Nun, of the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, the son of Raphu, of the tribe of Zebulon, Gadiel, the son of Zodi, of the tribe of Joseph, namely, of the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi, of the tribe of Dan, Amiel, the son of Gemali, of the tribe of Asher, Sethel, 
the son of Michael, of the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Vopsi, of the tribe of God, Joel, the son of Machi. These are the names of men which Moses sent to spy out the land. And Moses called Oshia, the son of Nun, Jehoshua, that is Joshua. Hallelujah. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get you up this way southward and go up into the mountain. Hallelujah. Look at this Bible passage. It was the Lord that actually instructed Moses to send men. And God told them, send leaders, send rulers to go and spy the land that I am about to give the children of Israel. Hallelujah. But look at their report. Look at their report. I, I group these reports into two. I group one. People without the right spirit. In verses 25 to 29 of Numbers chapter 13, look at the report of those that doesn't have the right spirit, that did not engage their right spirit. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us and surely it fluid with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Beloved, this is a challenge to leaders that are sending people forth. Are you sending people with the right spirit? Are you handing over assignment to the people with the right spirit? Because it's, it is painful here to see that it was God that instructed Moses, choose leaders. And leaders were chosen. And then they went there. They saw all the good things of the land. And they were not convinced with it. They only saw, they only came with the report of all the difficulties, all the negative things. And from there they conclude that they cannot uh, conquer the land. Look at the report of people with the right spirit. Look at Caleb, for instance. In verse 30, the Bible says, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome 
eat. Hallelujah. That's a man with the right spirit because his spirit aligned with the process of God. His spirit aligned uh, with the purpose of God. His spirit will, his spirit refuse to obstruct the, the, the spirit and the purpose of God. His spirit uh, is steadfast in the Lord. Regardless of what he saw. Hallelujah. You need renewal of the right spirit, beloved. Oh, look at what these people said, uh, in Numbers chapter 14, 6 to 8. Look at, look at what they say. The people with the right spirit. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes, and they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we passed through to search it is an exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. By this time, before these people started the people with the right spirit, Joshua and Nun, started saying this. The whole congregation of Israel, they have believed the lies of the other people with without uh, right spirit. Beloved, we have to be careful. And leaders, we can learn from this. When you commit things in the hands of those that doesn't have the right spirit, they will only bring confusion, bring bring conf- uh, negative news to you. They will try to let you know that this is not achievable. But if you put people with the right spirit on an assignment, you will find out that even if there's obstacle, they will make sure that the right thing is done and good result is brought back home. Hallelujah. May the Lord continue to help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at what God concluded with uh, the, 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 the scenario that we've painted in Numbers 13 and Numbers chapter 14. Look at how God concluded. In Numbers chapter 14, verses 20 to 24, the Lord replied, I have forgiven them as you ask. Nevertheless, as surely as I live and as surely as the glory of the Lord fills the whole heart, not one of those who saw my glory and the signs I performed in Egypt and in the wilderness, but who disobeyed me and tested me ten times, not one of them will ever see the land I promised on oath to, to their ancestors. No one who has treated me with contempt will ever see it. Verse 24. But because my servant Caleb has a different spirit, and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went to, and his descendants will inherit it. Can you see why you need to pray for the renewer of the right spirit within you? It was this right spirit that made God to affirm and confirm that Caleb will enter 
into that promised land. But those that doesn't have the right spirit, the Lord decree that they will not get there. Beloved, you have a place that God is taking you to. You need the right spirit to walk with the Lord. Can you just pray right now wherever you are and say, Father, please renew the right spirit in me. Don't let me carry the spirit that will oppose your process in me. Pray to the Lord right now, wherever you may be. Say, Father, please renew the right spirit in me. Lord, I don't want the spirit that obstructs your process. I don't want the spirit that is not steadfast in you. I don't want the spirit that does not obey you. I don't want the spirit that does not oh, lead people in the right way. I don't want the spirit that misleads others. Oh, Lord God Almighty, please. Give me the right spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. On this note, I want you to listen to this song. Sing it along before we conclude this matter today. Hallelujah. Create in me a clean heart. 
out. Listen to Light Up Latrobe, a weekly program that connects you from the world to the word on 103.9 Life FM. Welcome back to Light Up Latrobe. Let us conclude what we are looking at here, the renewer of the right spirit. Finally, point seven, the right spirit gladdens the almighty God's heart. The right spirit gladdens the almighty God's heart. When you have the right spirit, even if you are going through persecution, you will not move away from the process of God. God will be happy with your decisions, with your actions, with whatever you say. For example, let us look at Acts chapter 7, verse, uh, verses 55 through to 60. 55 to 60. At 7, 55 to 60. Stephen prayed for his persecutors. From 54, let us, sorry, let's start from 54. When the members of the Sahendron heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, full of the right spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God. And Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Oh, uh, let's even stop there. You can see with what Stephen was going through, God was there waiting, standing, happy. Right spirit gladdens the heart of the Almighty God. 57. At this they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices. They, are, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Verse 60. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he said, when he had said this, he fell asleep. Look at the man that was going through persecution. But because he was in the right spirit, he still prayed for his persecutors. Oh, when he was going through it tough, he saw God. He saw that God was standing. He saw the angels standing. See, God is pleased with you when you operate with the right spirit. Because this is when 
when you will be able to even pray for your enemies. This is when you will be able to stick with God, regardless of what you are going through. Are you listening to this message today? You are going through it tough, and you have allowed the power of the flesh to dictate your actions or reactions. Are you listening to this message, and you have been touched by what God has ministered to you through this platform today. I pray that God will help you to pray this prayer, that God will renew the right spirit in you, in the mighty name of Jesus. Maybe you are listening to this message that you don't even know Christ. You don't even know the Holy Spirit. You don't know God the Father. And it is very difficult for you to even pray for renewal of the right spirit within you. I pray that God will give you understanding today. I want to pray with you. I want you to have connection with the Holy Spirit. I want you to operate in the right spirit. I want you to be able to do things with the right spirit in you so that whatever you do will be in accordance uh, with the Holy Spirit so that whatever you decision you make so that you can make it in line with the way God wants you to make the decision so that you can make God happy in everything you do. I want you to be able to relate with God in a way that you will be steadfast in Him. But in all this, you need the right spirit. But the journey of the right spirit starts when you give your life to Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Are you listening this this moment and you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Please repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity to listen to your word. I thank you for what you have done for me in the past. Lord, I have heard your word today and I am inviting you to my life. To fill me with your spirit, to fill me with the right spirit, and renew the right spirit in me. Let me operate with you with the right spirit, and let me reign with you in the end. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. If you have said that prayer, I congratulate you. Please look for a Bible-believing church where you can further be nurtured with the word of God. Hallelujah. You are listening to Light Up Latrobe program. Light Up Latrobe program is set to connect you from the word of God to the world that you live in. And you are listening from 103.9 Life FM, Gippsland. If you have been touched with this word and you want to contact us, you can contact us via our email, light at lightupaustralia.com. And this is Augustine Arogun, the pastor of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Abundant Life Parish in Moe, uh, Australia. Father, I pray that everyone that is listening to this message, that you will make this message a seed in their lives that will germinate and bring forth good fruit in the mighty name of Jesus. And if you currently don't have a place of worship and you live within 20, 30 minutes radius of Moe, you can join us in our Sunday service 
Every Sunday from 9.30 to 12 noon, we will be at number 6, George Street, Maui. Hallelujah. Of course, you will always be fed with undiluted word of God. God bless you and may God continue to be with you in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord renew the right spirit within you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. God bless and thank you.
Listen to Light Up Latrobe, a weekly program that connects you from the world to the word.